1: Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Girl Powerful podcast. Today we have Good Milk co-founder Brooke Harris. She is on a mission to bring truly good food to the world. We love you, Brooke.
0: (laughs) I'm right back at you.
1: Yeah, when we were living in LA, you know, we were like swirling in the same circles. And then whenever our good friend Jacqueline introduced us, we're like, Brooke is... The best. And then we we made made our our our
0: own circle. circle. And we
1: made our own circle. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Um, I want to just jump right in because Teddy and I are huge coffee drinkers. Um, You know, the only really matcha we drink is when it's made by you. (laughs) (laughs) But tell us a little bit about good milk, um, why you started it. I know it's alt milk that's actually good for your body, but can you go into a little bit more about, you know,
0: if your lattes actually? Good for you or making you sick yeah and actually that's where we started the company was plant-based milk that's actually good for you we have found our way into being the best plant-based milk for coffee because that's how most adults are are consuming it and 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 drinking it and experiencing it and so along the journey we kind of found that the two go hand in hand you know we we created these products that are super nutrient dense and that means we use a lot of real food ingredients so as you know, almonds and seeds and nuts have a lot of fat and protein to them. So our milks actually have a very similar nutrition profile to dairy, which I don't know if you've ever had a dairy latte versus a plant-based latte. I actually haven't. I've never had a dairy latte. But Are you, you curious? Can- what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't had cow's milk since I was like 10. Um, like drinking, drinking cows, you know, actually, oh. yeah, I haven't had milk since I was like 10 years old. Wow. And back then it was soy milk. So there wasn't even like almond milk wasn't even a thing, you know. Um, but it's a very different experience. You, you two can speak to it, I'm sure, better than I can, but I can tell just by looking at it and seeing people's reactions that it's a different experience when you're having a dairy latte versus any other plant-based milk on the market. But us, because we have that fat to similar fat to protein ratio, it's become, and we did that because of nutrition, it's become known, especially here in SoCal, as the best plant based milk for coffee, um, which is really cool and has allowed us to, to flex into some really um, cool and exciting experiences. I, however, i am the opposite of you, ladies, and I only drink matcha. Um, so I say coffee, but really, you know, your, your bev- whatever beverage you're adding plant based milk to, it really, really is best for it. And, you know, I see it's it's a little bit more a part of the conversation these days, but certainly as adults, and now that I am a working mom, like there's no skipping that caffeine fix first thing in the morning. Um, and most people are already on that train. And, you know, what we see is a lot of people going to their the coffee shop, getting their coffee first thing in the morning, probably even before they're drinking water and definitely before they're having a meal. And that's where it really can have an impact positively or negatively, um, on your health.
2: Yeah. I mean, aren't you supposed to pair your coffee or caffeine with proteins and fats? So it actually helps absorb, or can you talk a little about that? How it feels? Yeah, in the body? yeah
0: ab- absolutely. It majorly curbs, you know, I think probably the easiest thing to relate to is that jittery, feeling that a lot of people get from coffee. So it majorly curbs that, but what that is, is your body reacting to, um, you know, reacting to the caffeine and the other things in coffee or in the upper, you know, it can be matcha, it can be tea, whatever it is. And uh, pairing it with a fat and protein curbs that massively, but it also, it's, it's, a, it's a truly chemical reaction in the body. So um, like I said, our milks have, if you're doing dairy, it's gonna be a similar situation. You know, most people, it's really hard. Shockingly, it's hard to convince people to like have breakfast in the morning or have breakfast first thing in the morning. But the next best thing you can do well, one, drink a glass of water right when you get up. Like, do not have your coffee, even if it's with good milk. Do not have it before you have a glass of water, please. Um, so start your day with water. Um, But the next best thing you can do if you're not going to have breakfast is to pair your coffee with with fats and protein. And as I had already mentioned, the plant-based milks on the market just don't have that. Our almond milk, for example, has six grams of protein and other almond milks on the market have one gram. So when you're pairing it with that fat and protein, it's good for the gut, good for digestion. It helps calm that jitteriness or anxiety that some people feel. Um, from coffee or I think most people feel and maybe some just don't recognize um, it helps get your brain and energy flowing for the day and it really is an entirely different way to to start off your day like can you believe that we a lot of people start off with that like I mean coffee is it just is this experience that is high energy and then a quick crash and it doesn't leave you powered and fueled for the rest of the day on its own. No, I know. It
1: makes my body feel like I'm kind of like brown. Uh, that makes sense. You no, know like yes. I get high and I get that kick and then I'm just like, blah. Like I feel like my body's like, give me greens, give me, you know, something that's actually good for me.
0: Yeah. And it can be super dehydrating. We, you know, we sell- in other words, dehydrating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We sell into a lot of coffee shops. So I have days where I'll have to do multiple meetings in a row, and we did a thing a few years ago called a blitz, where you go to a bunch of shops, you book in a bunch of meetings, um and I had like probably like three coffees or something first thing in the morning, which is a lot for me. And I remember I was driving down to Orange County for my next meeting, and I was like, Oh my god, I feel amazing! I feel so good, like I can take on the world. And then by the time I got there, I was like, Oh wow, I feel like a crazy person that is bent on drugs for those last two.
1: Hours. <laughs> it was just from the coffee. You ever do like on um, when the girls work at the bar and men buy them shots and they like drink water? You need something like
0: that. Yeah, yes. And now I mean I've I've gotten smarter with my, with my methods, but it's also, also <laughs> because I don't drink coffee. It a little bit is my yeah. body feels it for sure. Yeah. So tell us about the
1: oat milk craze, because it's, you know, here in full force. And I don't know, like, I didn't really know anything about it. I'm like, oh, this is creamy. It tastes great. I love it. But I'm not a label reader and I need to be.
2: And it seems better than cow's milk. But truth be told, because I'm not a liar. I just went back to cow's milk because I was like, forget it. You know, I was like organic, like locally sourced Idaho cows. It's probably better than a bunch of gums and fillers and chemicals, I would guess.
1: When it comes to hiring, you need to trust your gut. But what if you could give your gut some help? When you want to find top talent fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments and virtual interviews. The thing I love the most about Indeed is that it makes hiring in one place so easy. And Indeed knows that when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit indeed.com slash girl powerful to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash girl powerful. That's indeed.com slash girl powerful. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Do you need to hire? Then you need Indeed.
0: You are a hundred percent right, Teddy. And like, definitely with food, there's like an intuition to it, right? Too. You can see all the marketing um, and 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 all the advertising, but when you put it in your body and recognize how it makes you feel, like that is to, not to be ignored. And I think that is some of the root of the problem is that we do ignore how our bodies feel or we've gotten them to a place where, you know, we're so separated with understanding how our bodies work and feel that we then just fall into this, the, the marketing ring that these brands are putting out. But oat milk is <laughs> an incredibly frustrating product. Um, you know, it came to the U S really like late 2018 And Oatly was the brand that, um, you know, I hope hope that's okay if I mention brands on here, but Oatly was the brand that came in um, and really disrupted the U.S. market. And they came in through coffee shops where, Sonia, similar to the experience you had, you, you don't get to see the bottle. You don't know anything other than like you think logically, cool, oat milk, that sounds, you know, I know oatmeal is healthy for me. That sounds healthier. And you get it in your drink and it does have this, thick creaminess to it that people like about dairy and you're like well it's plant-based so it must be better so that's an incredibly frustrating experience when you're on the other side and you know the truth about these these oat milks you see them marketed as more sustainable you see them marketed as healthy Um, marketed as better for the planet better for animals and the second you peel back a single layer those things are not starting with the fact that the oat milks on the market are making people sick It's not only that they're not healthy for them, they have incredibly dangerous ingredients and processing. So the first thing you can do with oat milk is to look at the ingredients and you will see, especially in cafes, do not, do not, do not drink oat milk at a cafe unless it's good milk. There are no products that are barista blends being used by cafes that do not have seed oils in them. And Oatly, for example, um, you know, the most popular one, I'm not sure if it's as popular there in Boise as it is um, here in, in SoCal, but um, a lot of cafes use it. And the second ingredient is canola oil. Mm. First things first, like, let's be real. If I'm going to consume canola oil, it better be on something fried and delicious. Like, I don't, okay. want, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to waste um, something like that on my my morning latte. But canola oil is incredibly inflammatory. And that's the number, that's my number one issue with it. There are a lot of other things, you know, a lot of studies have come out, um, just the disease and illness that it leads to, which goes back to it being inflammatory. But also I just read a study saying that there's like serious proof now that it increases obesity rates. Um, And the other issue is you can, it's in everything now. So there's some, sometimes you're eating stuff and you don't even know, and you can't avoid it. Um, but definitely you can easily avoid it in your morning latte.
2: You know, what's really gross.
0: <laughs> oh <man. laughs> that
2: When I was brainwashed into thinking Oatly was the bomb, you know, for the past couple of years, and I would see a, a barista or restaurant for that box, gunk, 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 gunk in the, in the, you know, whatever frother or something or the cup on a nice latte but that pacifica brand that's even like just has a hundred year shelf life like i should have been thinking like that's gross yeah <laughs> right
0: yeah so we can name we can talk about brands but really they're and all the they're
2: same right? they're solving
0: they're right? all right. as bad you know there are some brands you'll see like oatly you go into some stores and you'll see oatly or Califia or name the brand in the refrigerator section. Ninety-nine percent of the time, those products actually don't need to be refrigerated. Yeah. They're in there to make consumers feel like it's a better option. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of trickery, um, for <laughs> lack of a nicer word, that goes on in in the in food in general. But it's really disappointing when it's in in plant based foods um, because. The number one reason people are turning to plant-based is because they want to do something healthier for them. The number two reason is to do something better for the planet. And a a lot of those things are actually not happening. So the other important thing to know about oat milks, even if you find one that is cleaner ingredient, you know, canola oil or seed oils. So, you know, there's sunflower oil, rapeseed oil, any of those are equally as bad. Some will say like, oh, we use sunflower oil. And it doesn't matter. It's just as bad, <laughs> um, you know, just as inflammatory. Goes through the nasty chemical processing. Um, it's not something you would want to feed yourself or your family. Um, but the other piece that you can't tell from the label, and they don't have to reveal or share, is the way that they process these these oat milks. So the oats go through this enzymatic process where they're essentially broken down in in, in water and enzymes, and that converts them to maltose sugar. And so there's all kinds of articles online um, that your listeners can look this up. But the blood spike from malto sugar is, is the most dangerous. The, and the spike that you get when you drink oatly or any oat milk in your coffee or on its own would be is higher than the spike that you would get from drinking a can of Coca-Cola. So you are better having a soda for breakfast than you are an oat milk latte. And then you go and look at these places like Starbucks that serves a brown sugar oat milk latte poisoning yes. ourselves by ordering yeah it. yes and people you know the then they serve it in in their large drinks yeah. like a latte is 90 percent or more milk and, and you know just a tiny bit of coffee so those large drinks you're getting like half a quart of oat milk and it's just it's just gnarly
2: it's actually really scary. Like, and then people wonder why they don't feel good or they wonder why they can't focus or they wonder, you know, why they can't get through the day. It's like, cause you're drinking a milkshake for breakfast. My (laughs) friend, Lisa Shaw, she used to work as a barista in Hawaii and she's like you always like been taking care of herself in the best way possible and cooking at home. And she's like, you know, these people come in and order milkshakes for breakfast. It's crazy. You know, like a frappuccino, that's a milkshake. Oh Yeah. Yeah. plus chemicals so it's sad that and then we give it to our kids that's what's really sad
0: and that is the heartbreaking thing and that's like one definitely one of the moderators for what we do and especially now having a little one myself um it is their digestive systems are you know they come they come out working pretty perfectly as, as little humans and I think a lot of our jobs as parents is like how do we just not you know, add, add to things or change that and let them be and thrive. And I've always been incredibly picky about what I eat and and tried to be thoughtful, especially since I've, you know, been on, on my own health journey. Um, but having a little one to feed, it just feels so much more important. And it gets so frustrating when you find something that you thought was clean. And it has, like I said, everything you go into Trader Joe's, almost everything in there has these seed oils in it. And it's really it's really hard being a parent anyway feeding your kid trying to get them to eat good things and it's even harder when you just don't know when you think you're doing something good and that's where a lot of the frustrations now come in for me it's like what how how do people have a fighting chance you know
1: yeah Bowie is so lucky she had like a $30 breakfast at Hotel Jane (laughs) was last
0: time we saw you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Zoe, are you gonna eat that avocado because we know how much that costs <laughs> I know I know I mean we joke that there's so many other foods that she's had that I you know Dennis and I are like what age did you first have that I was like yeah like th- at 30 was the first time I had that food <laughs> um yeah but it's it's pretty cool she loves it all and now she's um at an age where she can like stand in this little stool thing that we got her and help you know help me prep the meals but she'll like grab a leaf whole leaf of kale and just start biting into it as I'm chopping it for for the meal and you know getting them involved in the food and and understanding Dennis my husband came grew up in the city and has this is very disconnected to how like food is actually grown and where it comes from and so it's been interesting to see him evolve into that understanding as an adult and definitely with a little one, like it's such an opportunity to just teach them all of that right off the bat. Yeah. I'm so glad that the world is directing towards
1: whole foods, real foods and kids, instead of being like, "Ew, I don't want broccoli. They're actually like, they register and get, this is good for me. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Is that girl powerful? Like we had you on during, you know, the pandemic, when everyone was virtual teaching the girls how to make smoothies, how to make, you know, prepare for themselves and they loved it and they do it, you know, like after school or they probably make your smoothie all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was so fun and stuff like that is so rewarding because it is, it's also this conversation of like, you don't really have to compromise on taste. You can make something that tastes, you know, that's my big thing. I have a huge sweet tooth um, and I could never give up, you know, things that taste sweet, but I don't eat processed sugar and, you know, I probably eat something that, tastes similar to dessert at least twice a day, but it's healthy and it has greens in it. And, um, and I think that's the fun thing with kids too, is teaching them like, yeah, you don't, you can have it all from, from real food.
2: So if someone was gonna, you know, hear this conversation and be like, oh man, that's me. What, what's like the first step they could do to change their routine and like how easy could it possibly be and how hard is it going to be?
0: Yeah. Um, so in the sense of avoiding seed oils, avoiding oat milk, um, you know, the first thing is you have to understand that you should, you should be reading food labels. I would, you know, kind of empower yourself to be the own, your own best advocate and judge for what goes into your body. It is really, if you think about it, in my opinion, the most important thing we do every day, it impacts every other part of our day how we think, how we feel, how we show up at work, how we show up for our family, you know, how, how well we sleep. Um, so you can, you can do all these biohacking things. You can go work out, you can, you know, do all the things you want, but if you're not paying attention to, to how you're eating, like all, all of that is pointless. So I think first, like taking the responsibility to be your own advocate and understand what you, you will and won't bend on. And, there's there's always wiggle room in there, right? Like for me, the issue is these products are things people are consuming every single day and don't know that they're bad for them. If you want to have an oat milk latte once in a while because you really love it, that's, that's fine, you know? Um, especially if you're paying attention to the other things you're eating. But I think we're in a stage where people are consuming so many seed oils and just have no idea. And they, like I said, they're incredibly dangerous and anti-inflammatory. So first what start by- Sorry. What, now what's that up? What do oils do to the food, but are they a
1: preservative? Do they help preserve it? Or- um, no. So
0: for oat milk, and for for example, you know, when you talk about that creaminess or that thickness that coats your tongue, that's mm-hmm. canola oil. Oats yeah. oats do not do that. Um, okay. So they're a really cheap way to thicken things up and, and add fat to them. And, and our palates really like fat and we don't, you know, our palates don't necessarily discern between cheap shitty fat and high quality and good fat we just want fat and salt and sugar um and so it's just a way to like keep us addicted to the food also um yeah so but yeah, start by becoming your own advocate, understand that if there's some, you know, wean yourself off, if you're like, man, okay, let me just maybe I'll just do oat milk lattes on Friday, and I'll make my lattes at home. And I can find, you know, if you don't want to buy good milk, you could make cashew milk at home really easily, or you could look up some recipes to make your own oat milk. Um, but homemade milk is incredibly delicious, and probably better than what you're getting at the coffee shop anyway. So Find little ways to compromise, or you know, slowly start some new traditions. Um, I my latte, my morning with my latte is part of my morning ritual. So I would, you know, on days where I have to go out to meetings and have lattes out in the real world, I'm kind of bummed because I really love that morning ritual. I add some adaptogens and other things that make me feel really good. I add some extra things for fat, um, and it's something that I look forward to every morning. So maybe just starting by reframing how you start your day.
2: Yeah. And maybe ask yourself, like, does this make me feel good? And being a little more aware of like, maybe you do drink it for another week after you hear this and you're like, oh, this is kind of grossing me out. Or like, you know, like this shift in your mindset and awareness, I feel like could help.
0: Yeah. Pay attention to how your stomach feels. Pay attention to your skin. One of the biggest things I hear from people is like, Oh yeah. My skin started to be really bad after I was drinking oat milk. And that's just like, you know, the toxins and inflammation trying to come out your, come out your skin. But if you have the awareness and then that's the amazing advice. Um, if you can understand how it's making your body feel and recognize it, that's pretty motivating.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. I used to get zits all over my, like hormonal acne yep. really, really bad, but I don't have it.
0: Yeah. And you look great. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm just, like, so too. it's like step one is like empower yourself because we know no one's doing that for us like yeah. that recent post you reshared uh, like a lot of our ingredients are illegal in other countries and they're pumped into all of our food yeah but so really and- the advocates we have for each other and like you sharing this is like beyond valuable
0: to anybody listening yeah, I hope so. And I think some, what you just mentioned too, the hormonal stuff, like the food as women, that's something we also have to pay attention to and f- foods like these and seed oils definitely do impact our hormones in a negative way.
2: Crazy. Yeah. I mean, a whole other conversation is probably like fertility and like, you're an older <laughs> mom and it's like, it, you probably have a healthy, happy baby because you take care of your body.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I haven't dug into that much, but we, yes, we <laughs> yeah, you know, we got pregnant um, very easily. um, and was really lucky to have um a very healthy pregnancy other than the the normal you know, nausea and stuff like that, and then a home birth because the baby was so healthy without any medical intervention. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the second you have something growing inside you, you really start to think about what's going into your body. And I I do feel like she, we were, was able to start off in a really good place because she had had that nourishment when she was inside. And then, you know, coming out, I was lucky to be able to, to breastfeed and very conscious about what I was eating through that period. And, um, and now she's eating all the, the veggies and, and they do say a lot of their taste buds develop when, when they're growing inside of you. So um, she's a veggie lover, um, which is p- pretty amazing. And, you know, knock on wood. Um, she definitely has her own personality and, and mind now. And so <laughs> she could decide at any moment that she's not. But um, yeah, I think being, you know, being mindful in general. Um, and like I said, this is feeding yourself is the most important thing you do every day and respecting yourself in that way. Like your kids will see it and your family will see it as well. And it will motivate them to do the same.
1: Yeah. Sometimes going to the grocery store, it seems like a task for me. So it's like, I just want to like run in and run out. And I know people just are like shoveling stuff into their basket. And that's where, you know, you know, I need to be better at reading labels too, because you just, you know, even the packaging, it's like, it looks like it's healthy and I have yeah. the washing and all that. So it's important to really, yeah, t- take a step back, actually yeah. read. I'm trying to, like you said, I haven't done much research yet, but
0: you're one of the most knowledgeable people I know. <laughs> well, and when you find, um, when you find the, that brand, that's the swap, like then you have it, then you don't yeah. you, know, you get to a place where you, you have your staples. You kind, you know, we're all kind of creatures of habit. We're not very, our food doesn't vary that much from week to week. When you yeah. find your, the, you know, your swap for the thing that you love, the healthier swap, like, cool work is done now you you know after a few weeks you just know what to get yeah and you feel amazing yes exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) awesome so we always end our podcast with what makes you feel the most alive
0: yeah well you know I hanging out with you two is definitely top top on there um But this new chapter for me, you know, previously, I would say being in nature, being around animals, and those are still true. But being in nature and around animals with Bowie, um, my 16-month-old, is incredible. Like, she just see exposing her to new things, especially those things, nature's, animals, food. I'm lucky right now she loves all the things that I do. Uh, um, So we're into the same things. um, And just exploring and adventuring with her and showing her those things for the first time is like... It's incredible, and it's so cool, and it makes like being on this planet, and makes you understand like, cool, this is why we're here to experience this. That's beautiful. Aww,
1: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty. just <laughs> tearing up a little. <laughs> You're tearing up.
2: Huh?
0: You're. I was just up. picturing little Bowie, you know, know
2: with <laughs> rabbits and butterflies and her kale sticks.
0: you. So you guys know that we have two bunnies and I'm trying to figure out if it's because we have bunnies or this is just her nature but she's obsessed with bunnies. Oh. And she she calls them my mice. and so everything is she wants to see a my my she's like every mm-hmm. book she finds like that there's bunnies in every book like she's constantly seeking them out um it's it's pretty cool.
2: So cute. Well, so cute. thank you for shedding light on an issue that we're all dealing with being tricked by the big guys and you're the big girl trying to change it so thank you for your work Brooke thank you yeah,
0: wait, where
1: really quick.
2: You? where can people find good milk
0: yeah so you can go to our website goodmilk.co and that's g-o-o-d-m-y-l-k.co and you can order um our frozen milk concentrates or our our powders anywhere in the U.S. delivered to your door or if you're in SoCal there's a bunch of really cool coffee shops um and hopefully very soon we'll be globally in coffee shops. So coming to, coming to a coffee shop near you.
1: Love it. Everybody go buy some good milk and do yourself a favor.
0: Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. We love you. Yeah, I love you too. Thank you so much. Bye.
1: Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.